0: Of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program.
1: I, you know, I have to tell you, I am so loving uh, this whole period of the Democrats trying to figure out who's going to run against Donald Trump because they're just eating each other. And at the same time, I'm terrified. I feel a little like a cat in Australia. Uh, they're coming for you. No, seriously, cats, they're coming for you.
2: Yeah, it's not paranoid if you're right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they're right. right in, in in Australia, the cats are right. Yes, and and I think if you are a progressive or somebody
1: on the on the left, even just a regular Democrat, they're coming for you, man. Yesterday, Joe Biden was booed and heckled. Uh, he has, uh, I'm sorry, Bernie Sanders was, and Joe Biden had to apologize. For being historically accurate? This is a world gone mad. And we'll tell you the news in one minute.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Real estate agents, uh, This is the place to go if you are frustrated because your real estate agent doesn't call you. They don't write anymore. It's like they don't even like me. Uh, And your house has been sitting. We have people who have gone through this over and over and over again. And I get letters, uh, you know, and then we started with real estate agents. I trust dot com and we sold our house in two weeks. It'd been a year and a half and nothing. And then two weeks. You have to have the right agent, the agent with a long track record of performance, the agent that is an expert in your neighborhood and one that you trust. They do business like you do. They just get the job done, and it's a fair and honest deal for everybody involved. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. You want to buy or sell a home? Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Where do we start? President Trump siding with AOC and saying the VA is doing, you know, it's doing great. Uh, the uh, scaffolding uh, workers that were smoking
2: at Notre Dame. <sniffs> didn't you, some crazy right-wing pundit, say that it may have started by a cigarette? Yeah. Heard, was, did you hear that? Yeah, did you hear this guy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he he yeah. was sure it was going to be a cigarette. And you know what else? If they tell you it wasn't a cigarette, that means they're lying about it. <laughs> Wait a minute. They're hiding it. <laughs> Wait. It's a pro-tobacco It was lobby. Muslim smoking. <laughs> Uh,
1: Cher thinks uh, that Bernie Sanders has gone too far. Sh- sh- Cher hmm. uh, has. Uh, and and now Joe Biden has to uh, express his regret to Anita Hill. Hill but is oh. I'm sorry,
2: is not acceptable. It's not enough. The, I The revisionist history of this Anita Hill situation has got to stop. That one is incredibly frustrating.
1: May I ask, uh, Sarah in the control room, do we have the audio of Michelle Obama on the campaign trail? Barack knows. we got to change our history Mm. because that's what's happening right now. We're changing our history. It's being changed. The Anita Hill thing is a great example of it.
2: It really is. I mean, basically, when you step back from it, what you're finding is just a fundamental change in policy a fundamental transformation yeah the saying. change of our history but it's really a change in uh, policy from the democrat party of when clarence thomas is getting uh, tossed around in the media and now but they ended on okay look we have no evidence that this happened There's no evidence that any of this bad stuff happened. It's someone in a massive political moment trying to, you know, trying to get on the Supreme Court. And someone comes up with an accusation that you can't prove at all. There's not, there's no evidence of it. So obviously, Clarence Thomas is still going to make it to the Supreme Court. That's where they were. And you know, obviously, after just going through Kavanaugh, it is a complete change of opinion. They now are saying you are, you are guilty until proven innocent. And there's, of course, no way with a claim like this or the claim like Kavanaugh that you could ever prove someone innocent. Did Clarence Thomas sexually harass people around him? Well, no, I don't think he did. There's no evidence that he did. There's a couple of accus. There's, I mean, really one major accusation. And now it's so much we've reversed this dynamic to guilty until proven innocent that Joe Biden is now forced to call Anita Hill and apologize for something. He didn't sexually harass her. He, maybe some other women but not not Anita Hill because he was on a committee that I guess they believed that tr- they treated her badly in her unproven claim so again like every uh, law uh, suit or every criminal pro- uh, 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 court proceeding you would have one side give their argument And then the other side give their argument. It's every single time. That's that's how our system works. But now they want that to be tossed out. They want that to be just, you know, excised from America. Because now it's just, did she make the accusation? Yes, then he's guilty. And now Biden has to go through this ridiculous charade where he's calling a woman that he did nothing wrong to. And he has to act as if he did do something wrong and apologize for something that he didn't do. And it, that's not even enough. She said, she I, now has to say she's now saying that she, wants not enough. More.
1: she said, I can't be satisfied by him just simply saying, I'm sorry for what happened to you. The focus on apology to me is one thing, but he needs to give an apology to all the other women and to the American public, what? because we know how deeply disappointed Americans around the country were about what they saw. And not just women, there are women and men. Who have just really lost confidence in our government to respond to the problem of gender violence?
2: This is Did insanity. Cu- didn't they accuse uh, Clarence Thomas of making inappropriate jokes at work? Largely, that was the accusation. Yes, that's all it was. That's that wasn't gender fu- violence. violence. Gender violence. These terms are—they don't mean what these people think they mean. And this is You'll of course keep using that word. Yeah, it is essentially Princess Bride at this mm-hmm. point, and it's postmodernism. Right They are legitimately just redefining these hey, words. I, I, I am I've been I, I
1: keep feeling this uh, strongly, and I don't think I've ever said this on the air, but I think it almost every day. Please, you need to keep a journal. And I mean that with us too. We need to keep a journal. We need to start writing down the things that are being changed and how they're being changed because they're all being erased. They're just being erased. I'm doing a uh, podcast uh, today uh, with a with a writer. She's a you know she's a lefty, I guess, or you know, kind of. I think she would say that she's from the left for sure. Okay, um, and she's written for Playboy and everything else. She's very different, very different. She's a brilliant writer, um, but she's just very open and honest. And so she's she's seeing stuff. And she's like, I don't. No, wait a minute. I don't agree with that. Well, now she's completely, and I mean it, being erased. All of her articles and everything that she's ever written is just being taken down. They're just getting rid of it. They're
2: erasing her from the Internet. And it's because she's essentially come out on a few things. On a few things. And said, not- hey, you know, maybe maybe boys and girls are different. Right. Hey, you know, maybe, maybe these things that you guys are, these, this new brand of the left is a little insane and you know what let's be honest about it what they're saying isn't true you can't do that you can't have one step out of the the chosen path because as this is like crusade level religious sort of handling of this is burning of books they're just deleting them When everything is digital,
1: there's no bonfire, but that is exactly what's happening. They are
2: burning books, and this new left is a religion. It's they it it is is a religion. You step one. I mean, you even talked about this with Van freaking Jones, Van Jones, a man who was literally for part of his life a communist, a communist. Not a socialist guy. No. A, a communist. A radical revolutionary communist by his own telling. Mm-hmm. He was, a guy he who was, was in the Obama administration as what at the time was thought of like the real left fringe of the obama administration a guy who said green is the new red yes so he understood what the green movement
1: was he would understand the green new deal yes exactly for
2: what it would and i think he probably still would agree with I bet it he'd still support it i think he'd still support it he's on the outs yes because he did what talk to donald trump about a left wing priority criminal justice reform and by the way, something that the Trump administration agreed with and got, was passed in bipartisan fashion, but because he would talk to the Trump administration about a left-wing priority, he's, been, he's now being tossed to the side of the left. You have to be in lock-freaking-step. I, you know, I was talking about this with uh, uh, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is, uh, you know, running for president, of course, and, and you know, a, a front, a, a top-tier candidate. I didn't think you were on the phone with her, like pillow talk. Yeah, no, I just wanted to see what she was up to. <laughs> yeah. uh, but tell me, if, can Kamala Harris survive the Democratic primary saying things like this? This is from her uh, her uh, communications director. Kamala's support for Israel is central to who she is. Nope. She is firm in her belief that Israel has a right to exist and defend itself, No, nope. including against rocket attacks from Gaza. Nope. That is, if that, she needs to like, she needs to excise that from the internet. If anyone gets word that she thinks that Israel, because saying that Israel can defend itself against rocket attacks is one thing, and that's way too far for the Democratic Party today. But to go the step further and say that they are responding as if they were not the ones who started all this, as if they were not the ones targeting innocent Palestinians, and that's the reason these poor people in Gaza are firing so rockets at the Sanders,
1: first the government is a
2: racist government. Yes, that's 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 the acceptable position. What the Israel Israel is run by a bunch of racists, and they're they're torturing innocent Palestinians all the time. That's the only acceptable position in the, on the left right now. And I don't know that she can survive things like that. She will get criticized for saying that people can't defend defend themselves against rockets. That is how crazy this party is. So here's the thing. I want to go back
1: to keeping a journal. Here's the thing. Look at how much history we have lost over the last hundred years. They changed it slowly. Okay? They changed it slowly. But they had to because textbooks were out. And Mm so people were watching textbooks. It was printed. You'd bring the book home. Mom and dad might go through it. You know, what is this? So you had to slowly do things. Well, they're not anymore. There are no textbooks anymore. Now you just change them overnight and we are losing new history. History is being changed in real time you have to write down what actually is happening and keep a journal. And don't necessarily tell everybody, just keep a journal for what is happening right now. Because at some point, our kids won't have any idea of the truth. They will not have any idea of what this country was, how it really happened, who were the good guys, who were the bad guys, who did what because they're erasing all of it they're changing our history as michelle obama said barack knows we have to change our history well that's exactly what's happening but it is happening at a very rapid pace people need clay clay pots clay jars do you remember me saying that 15 years ago sure we have to we have to preserve our history, as people preserved histories uh, in, in ancient days with the Dead Sea Scrolls, by putting them in caves with a, in a clay pot, we have to preserve our history. It is being systematically erased. And I don't mean just the, the history of the founding of our country or, or any of it. I mean the history that's happening right now. And the history that's happening right now, it is no longer you're a problem if you're a conservative or a Christian. You are now a problem on the left if you disagree and fall out of line at all. This is becoming a fascistic party. And, you know, you know what a fascist is. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican or an independent. You could be a fascist. If you believe it's my way or the highway, if you believe that people don't have a right to their opinion, don't have a right to their own life, listen to this. We, are, we, are, we have been, I have been, saying that you have a right to marriage. You have a right to marriage. Government has no place. I was there before Hillary and Barack and everybody else. There's no place for the government in your
2: marriage ceremony, though I will say that that is not their position. Their position is no. I know. I know mu- is different than that. And but for- their
1: position is you must participate. Mm-hmm. You must participate. In fact, I want to take a quick break. Come back in in a minute. I-, I want to share something with you that I was not planning on sharing, but I
2: think this is really important. In one minute, first, let me tell you about American Finance. Uh, American Finance is great. I did. I dealt with them when I bought my my last house, uh, the one I'm living in currently. And one thing I really loved about American Financing and, and dealing with them over uh, you know the couple of months that I was looking for uh, this mortgage and trying to figure things out, because uh, I went to probably ten different companies just to kind of check them out, and they were the one that was not pushing for me to take their loan. They are not the, they're not they don't get kickbacks from the bank. They don't get all these uh, these bonuses. They're not chasing some secret reward from a particular uh to give you a particular mortgage they're not trying to like book a trip based on your mortgage they're trying to get you the best deal so they actually wound up telling me i went to check with them on the last two options one was american financing and another was through a different bank and they actually recommended i went with the other bank they actually said you know what for what you're asking for um they didn't say this but i got the sense that they thought it was completely insane uh but (laughs) what i was asking for this was a better deal for me and that's the thing. They're not motivated. They're getting paid anyway. They're salary-based. So they do not that's not what they're concerned about. Uh, we all know that the rates are very low right now and uh, ahead of the spring home buying a competition that's going on. American Financing has this great digital mortgage program. Uh, you can apply online and get your pre-qualification letter Instantly. Okay, it's American Financing. Call them now. American Financing
1: at eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty or AmericanFinancing dot net. We break for ten seconds. Station ID: American Financing Corporation. NMLS one eight two three three four. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. org. Uh. American Financing Corporation.
2: Uh, I'm gonna say it again. Uh, we started hey, we American- uh,
1: American, uh, American Okay, we all know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and the angels come and they're like, "We just got to try to, find, we just got to try to have one person. Can you show me one? All right." Mm-hmm. So they're walking down the street and Lot sees them. Now I'm going to just, get, I want to give you the story uh, and I want you to listen. Two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we'll spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. But before they had gone to bed... All of the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded Lot's house. They called to Lot. Where are the men that came to you tonight? Bring them out so we can have sex with them. Okay, so here's the demand of the radical revolution, sexual revolution. Okay, Mm -hmm. bring them out. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, no, my friends, don't do this thing. Yeah, this is a serious Me Too violation. Yes. That's what we're talking about okay. right here. Look, I have and this. is The part of this story I've never understood. I'm like, wait a minute, Lot, what are you doing? OK, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you and you can do what you like with them, but don't do anything to these men. <laughs> they have come under my, prote- my under protection and under my roof. Yeah. You're like, S- you know, lots of daughters must be like, Dad, what? The- I told hey,
2: you to I- clean your room, didn't I? <laughs> did I not say <laughs> right. clean your I- room? They're
1: teenagers. I'm <laughs> sick to death of them. <laughs> okay. So I never understood that. Let me phrase this with an offer to compromise. We'll find some middle ground. Okay, this is not good for me. I don't want to do this, but let's just compromise here. Okay, what happens? Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow came here as a foreigner and now he wants to play judge talking to lot. You who are you to judge us? Get the hell out of our way. The false claim. You're judging me. We'll treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and pulled lot back into the house and shut the door. So they have the meanness, the threats, the coercion. You must participate. You must participate. It's not about sex. It's about you are not going to disagree with us. You're not going to judge us. You're not. Going to, there is no compromise. We don't care about your daughter's. You are not telling us what to do. Okay. now, this story, strangely, is also found in Judges, but not about Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Judges 19, you're welcome at my house, the old man said. Let me supply whatever you need. Only don't spend the night in the square. So he took him out to the house and fed his donkeys. After they washed their feet, they had something to eat and drink. Basically the same story. While they were enjoying themselves, some of the wicked men of the city surrounded their house, pounding on the door. They shouted at the old man who owned the house, bring out the man who came to your house so we can know him, have sex with him. Again, the demand of the sexual revolution. The owner of the house went outside and said, no, my friends, don't be so vile. Since this man is my guest, don't do this outrageous thing. Here's my virgin daughter and my concubine. I'll bring them out to you now. You can do whatever you want with them as you wish, but don't do this outrageous thing to this man. Again, an offer to compromise. But the men would not listen to him. They took the daughter. They raped her. uh, The meanness, the threats, the coercive response. Again, what is this about? Why is this story in the Bible two separate times about two different scenarios except it ends the same way. Why? I'll explain next.
0: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: Right? Right. Yeah. Still not a good idea to. I mean, it's not. It's not a. Not something you should do as a father. Just going to point that out. I just thought That was sure. not a good maneuver. If I you're can thinking about that. Never figure that out.
1: Okay. Anyway, let me tell you about X chair. We're both sitting in X chairs right now. We are. They're great. They are great. They are. I could. I would like
2: my car to have an X chair in it. I love your idea of the movie theater situation. Now seriously. Because, I mean, you got to imagine installing, like, uh, those big uh, recliners are very expensive for these movie theaters. You could save a ton of money, put X-chair basics all over these theaters. People can roll around if they want to. And Especially if you, well, I mean, I don't want it to be like a like rollerball. I think that could be fun, though. I was just, I was just <laughs> thinking of that as a potential possibility. You get fired up from watching Endgame, and then you just roll in and I do a little roller derby uh, with your X-chairs. That's you not the recommended use of an X-chair, however. I wanted
1: motorized. Like one of those fat chairs, not because I'm in a wheelchair, but because I'm too fat and lazy to walk around. Imagine this being, you'd be like,
2: yeah. "Yeah." You're too fat and lazy to get close to the microphone, I'm noticing, too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It'd be great. Anyway, X chair. Great (laughs) chair. Try it out. 30-day
1: money-back guarantee. They have one for all price ranges. It's an X chair at xchairbeck.com. Great office chair. It's more of a recliner than anything else. 844-4X-CHAIR. Check it
2: out now at xchairbeck.com go to blaze slash glenn you can subscribe there save 10 bucks with the promo code glenn lots of stuff you need to see this week check it out
1: if you ask me, SimpliSafe is the only company doing home security right, because the traditional companies have outdated systems and expensive long-term contracts, or you have security gadgets that you need to monitor yourself. But SimpliSafe has the around-the-clock 24 professional monitoring and police dispatch covering every door and window in your home for $15 a month. Plus, you can install it yourself in less than an hour. Get 10% off your system right now at simplysafeback.com That's simplysafeback.com. Joined now by Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, where you can listen to the making of the podcast every day from uh, 7 a.m. Central. Some people just call that a show. Some people do. Yeah,
3: you can just listen Uh, to the show.
1: Yeah, you can listen to the show live as it happens or the podcast uh, anytime on demand, wherever podcasts are found. It's Pat Gray Unleashed from Blaze. Okay, Uh, Pat, you just joined us. I I, want to go over. We were talking about how the left is becoming fascistic. Mm -hmm. And they are basically burning books. They're deleting people. They're silencing voices. They're running them out of the square. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders was booed yesterday because he wasn't left enough. Bernie Sanders wasn't left enough. Uh, It is it is a it's a Mm -hmm. mob. And Mm -hmm. Democrats better wake up to what you're heading towards. And I wanted to share something um, from the Bible. And whenever there's a story that repeats itself, it's usually pretty important. God's saying, yeah. you know, there's something here that you guys should pick up on. Now, I don't care if you believe in the Bible is just a good collection of stories or if you believe it actually happened. It doesn't matter in this case. It, it, there are two stories of history in two different places in this, in this book that is trying to teach us something. Now listen to this. This is this is Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay? Two angels arrive at Sodom in the evening. Lot was uh, sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them, bowed down to the ground. My lords, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night. And they say, no, 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 we'll spend the night in the town square. But he insisted so strongly that they went with him and entered the house. He prepared a meal for them and they ate. But before going to bed, all of the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot. Where are the men who came to you last night? Bring them out so we can have sex with them. This is the demand of the public square. We're going to this is this is what we do. We're going to have sex with them. Lot inside um, walked out, closed the door behind him, and said, no, 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 my friends, don't do this. Don't please don't. And then he makes this compromise. He tries to placate the men by doing something that is absolutely insane. There's a reason for this. There's a reason this is in the story. You know what? I tell you what. I have two daughters. They've n- they're both virgins. They never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you. You can do what you like with them. What? What? Okay. But then don't do anything to these men, for they come under my roof. So he offers a middle ground, one that really is not a good compromise. But he offers a compromise. They say, get out of our way. Then they accuse him. Who are you to judge us? You're not going to judge us? Are you seeing any parallels here? Then the, that that's the false claim. They claim that he's the bad guy, not them. We'll treat you worse than them. They start to try to break down the door. The angels go and they pull lot back into the door and they they block the door and shut the door. So they're mean, they're threatening, uh they will kill him. They'll kill him. Now if you don't participate, you're dead. Now Let me give you the Levite uh, visit. Now, this is in Judges 19. It's strange. It's exactly the same story. You're welcome to my house, the old man said. Let me supply whatever you need. Only don't spend the night in the public square. Hmm. So he took him to his house, fed his donkeys. After they washed their feet, they had something to eat and drink. While they were enjoying themselves, some of the wicked men of the city surrounded the house, pounding on the door. They shouted to the old man who owned the house, bring out the man who came to the house so we can have sex with him. Same demand. The owner of the house outside went out and said, my friends, don't be so vile. This man is my guest. Don't do this thing, please. I have a virgin daughter and a concubine. I'll send them out. Do whatever you want with them. Again, what? Why would you do that? I'll bring them out to you now. You can use them for whatever you wish. But for this man, please do not do this. So an offer to compromise. They don't want it. But the men would not listen to him. So the man took his concubine and sent her outside to them, and they raped her and abused her throughout the night. At dawn, they let her go. So the meanness and the the coercive uh, response. So what are these stories about? I contend, if you look at this, public square, quick, get into your house. Your house is your castle. Everything else inside is insane. Just get into your house. But then they come to your house. They make false claims about you. You have to participate. You say, no, 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 I tell you what, I- I'll do this, though. I'll do this. And you don't want to do this, but you're willing to do this just for peace. So you can be left alone. They, th- they threaten you. They take actions to destroy you. And in the end, you got no place to go. You have to escape. The militant left is not about common sense it's not about living side by side this is fascistic if you don't do in the public square what they tell you to do they will come to your house and they will destroy you and if you uh offer some compromise it's not good enough it's a failure to participate let me give you some headlines ACLU, you know these stories. ACLU, 70-year-old Christian flower shop owner is sued for, quote, refusing to participate in gay wedding. Christian Flores can lose her uh, personal assets for refusing to participate in a gay wedding due to relationship with Jesus. Next one, Oregon Christian bakers pay $135,000 or face potential lien on their home for refusing to participate in same-sex wedding. Couple find for refusing to host same-sex wedding on their farm. New Mexico court, Christian photographer, refusing to participate in gay wedding. This is all about refusing to participate. This is not about hey let's just live and you do your thing I'll do my thing. No, you must participate in it. New Jer- uh, uh, North Carolina magistrate refuses to perform same-sex marriage because of religious beliefs. Um, federal uh, lawsuit to be filed against uh, uh, clerk Katie Lang because she refuses to participate.
2: This Jeez, even K D Lang is getting beat up on this. That's amazing. No, no. no. I mean, she's Katie. here's one of the Katie. trailblazers Katie. Katie.
1: from K D. It's uh, KD. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, this a is this is person so clear, so clear. I. This is fascism in the public square, and they. Mm-hmm. If you go ahead, go ahead, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, you just apologized. They didn't accept it. They didn't accept they it. They never accept it. Right. Do they? No, Mm-mm. they don't. I don't know why you do it if they never accept it. They didn't accept the apology and the compromise. No, no, no. You now have to go and join them on a campaign. Okay? And if he refuses to participate, he will be destroyed. That's what's happening now. This is fascism. This is fascism. This isn't like fascism. This is fascism.
2: And the Democrats had better wake up. You better wake up because i mean listen this is the definition of fascism you know one of many but um it is they they call it a form of radical right wing which again i would so ridiculous right wing is we've gone over this a million times it is not a right wing uh, phenomenon at all only in the european scale which means nothing to us i mean it's not a conservative movement by any means uh, but it's uh characterized by authoritarian ultranationalism if think of the nation as in this particular case the slew of uh, left wing values you must hold, right? Like you must be in the camp and and walk the line on every single issue. You must That's the nation participate in this in this particular case. Mm-hmm. You must participate. A forcible suppression of a oppre- uh, of opposition, mm-hmm. completely there. Uh, strong regimentation of society and the economy, but I mean regimentation of the society and honestly the economy as well. Like there, you bring up all these examples of photographers and bakers and everything. That is the people not having any economic freedom. Right?
1: You know, when when uh, AOC threatened the banks and said, you know, maybe we're going to start uh, charging you with uh, crimes against the, uh, uh, you know, the climate because you're making uh, loans to oil companies. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll <sighs> yeah. notice her first thing was you. Didn't you give loans to these prison companies, these these private prisons? Well, yes, we he said we, we used, used to. to. Mm-hmm. Why did they stop doing it? Because they folded to pressure mm-hmm. because they knew they were going to come under scrutiny and they were going to come under boycotts and everything else. So they folded under pressure.
2: There's one big difference here, though. And, you you know, this is America you're talking about. And this says it came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. So this isn't Europe. It's mm. not the early 20th century. You, your, entire, your entire idea is ridiculous. Right out the window. Right out the window. I don't
3: know how people are not seeing this. it's really interesting because I, I was talking about this earlier this week that it, we used to hear all the time you need to be tolerant we need to be tolerant, and everybody wants to be tolerant i think i think almost everybody uh wants to be tolerant of other people's ideas and lifestyle and whatever live and let live uh but that's never been the goal the hey. goal is mm-hmm. to accept embrace promote and as you just said participate
2: now and suppress anyone who doesn't yeah um, you know it's, it's the same thing with race kick you I mean, out of the public square if you won't do it we've been saying this with martin luther king you know uh color uh, don't you know content of character not color of skin is no longer the goal no. the goal is no. it's not it's not what they're no. trying to accomplish no. right. anymore no. it's the up it's the opposite yeah uh, and it's, it has now become it's that's not, not color blindness it's all color all the time that's all you should see mm-hmm. it's early malcolm x mm. it's
1: early malcolm x they have adopted the early Malcolm X of
2: kill them, kill them my way or the highway. They're all bad. And these assassinations often happen with the businesses and happen with re- reputation. They're not always, you know, obviously you're assassinating to-
1: you. You are absolutely killing people's reputations. Yeah, you are killing their careers. You're killing their ability to make money. You're killing their voice. You're killing their spirit. You're killing everything about them. Oh, yeah, you can live.
2: Just live behind this wall,
1: this digital ghetto wall.
2: Yeah, I mean, Clarence Thomas called it a high tech lynching, right? I mean, this is. (laughs) Here's here's, here's what's. It's still happening. Here's what's really amazing. We are on the winning side.
1: How many people have come through our doors? I have an interview today with somebody. um, And boy, Pat, you should have seen. I'm doing a podcast with Mike Lee. I asked mm. him
2: about Judge Roberts. Ooh. Have you ever seen Mike Lee like that? You know, Mike Lee on a getting fired up scale of one to ten. Like his ten is everyone else's two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's Mike Lee. Yeah, he was noticeably. That's the one time in that only entire time. hour and a half interview. Where he just he sat up in his chair, totally different tone. He, he leaned was fired in. up. He, he was, was pissed,
3: pissed.
2: Yeah, really. Wait
1: until you hear this. Yeah. So anyway, I'm doing an interview today with for another podcast with somebody from the left. I just did one. I did one what last week as well mm-hmm. with this these intellectual dark web scholars that are just they're brilliant guys. They don't agree with me, and yet they're finding themselves saying. I'm trying that one of them said, yes, the last week, I'm trying to find something I disagree with you on. They are. We are so in lockstep now because we agree to disagree. We agree to go. Yeah, well, I don't care. I mean, that's your opinion. My opinion is this, but we shouldn't kill each other over it. We're on the winning side. It just doesn't feel like it yet. But I'm telling you, history will write this course. If we aren't careful, it'll take 70 years to write it and millions dead in between. But we are on the right side, and you can see it because of the people on the left that are waking up, that are reaching out, going, I don't have a home. I don't have a home. I mean, I'm not for this. These guys are spooking the hell out of me.
2: All right. I I know... uh Pat, you talked about this with Arthur Brooks as well. Uh, when he was on your show, what was it, last week, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. there's that one, and also Glenn has a podcast with Arthur Brooks. Uh, you know, one, he's though. been somebody who's talked about that a lot, which is like you can actually, we need to be able to disagree better. And if we can figure out how to do that with, with the people who mm-hmm. are sensible uh, that generally come from left-wing positions, that is a winning, that is how you in win yeah. long-term. I'm telling you this, is the sensible people are coming
1: out of the woodwork. They really are. They really are. I, I can't tell you what I participated in yesterday, um, but I was in a conversation yesterday with some... With oh, a, was that the mashed potato eating contest? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was, I was in a couple of conversations yesterday that w- were mind-blowing. Things that I actually wrote in my journal last night. If this comes to fruition, it will be history changing and history making. First time mm. in history uh, things that are that are happening um and Shoot. it's it's good stuff it's good stuff all right our uh sponsor of the hour is lifelock thank you very much pat by the way did you see uh just see my picks. I did, yeah. Yeah. I did. We're, I'm just saying. We're yeah. You're gonna
2: review your NFL draft picks uh, in, in a couple hours, I think, hour mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some interesting developments on the Glenn yeah. Beck. Uh, yeah, yeah you, you made night. fun of
1: me yesterday. We huh? did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. Yeah. yeah. And
2: I there was Looks like they were listening to me. I will say there was one thing <laughs> that you were able to accomplish that no other draft analyst was able to accomplish in a good way. Literally, you're the only person I heard do this. Yeah, there you go. And
1: uh, we'll go over that. Hey, up. Groundbreaking again. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you, LifeLock, uh, 763 million unique email addresses were discovered completely unprotected and open for access. Guess guess whose email address and information is a sale, uh, available now on the dark web. Yours. You need somebody watching over it. And the best people in the business is LifeLock. Go to LifeLock.com. They will protect your identity and all of your information so it doesn't get into the wrong hands and you aren't screwed in the end. And if somebody does happen to get their hands on your information, LifeLock has the um, in-country team to help fix it. It's LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck and save 10% off your subscription. It's LifeLock.com. Promo code Beck. Man, we we have got to get to some audio from this week. Uh, one of them is, uh, is Thomas Friedman. Now, Thomas Friedman is, I don't know if you know this, but he's not a Donald Trump supporter. And he's a guy no. who's wrong on almost everything. So yes. it's making me question. But he said, with Wolf Blitzer, and Wolf was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I might have to shave after this. Uh, He said, you're telling me we need a border wall? Thomas Friedman went down to the border and uh, saw what was going on. It's like, we've got got to have a border wall. Cher is now starting to sound like a conservative. What the hell has happened? I'm telling you, it's a wormhole. We all slipped through a wormhole and we're not on a different earth.
0: fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: Oh, hello, America. Bernie Sanders was booed and heckled by women of color because he's not far enough. We have Joe Biden apologizing to Anita Hill
2: for what? Well, because he questioned her. But wasn't even about his questioning It was that he allowed others to speak freely to her and ask their questions And that's, that's Anita Hill doesn't accept
1: No, it's not, not enough. enough Never enough Where are we headed? Well, we can tell you exactly where we're headed And we begin in one minute This
0: is the Glenn Beck Program
1: let me tell you about 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers.com. This is where you go to get your Mother's Day flowers. Mother's Day is May
2: fifth. 15th,
1: right? 15th? You, asking,
2: you seem like you put a question mark at
1: the end of that. <laughs> I know, I know. 1800 um, Flowers is going to give you an exclusive 36 for 36. These are 36 roses for 36 dollars. I can guarantee you, after this special is happening, you're not going to get that price. You won't get that price anywhere. 36 beautiful roses. Uh, they're all pastels, pink, orange, lavender. They're guaranteed to last and make mom smile. It is. The Mother's Day special that ends today. 36 roses for 36 bucks. Don't stop at the grocery store and get some flowers that still have the grocery store logo on them. Send these to mom and you're going to get a great price on them. If you act today, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, 1-800-Flowers.com. You'll get 36 Sorbet Roses for $36. You click on the icon and you enter the uh, promo code BECK. Use that code BECK at 1-800-Flowers.com. Code BECK. Uh, this offer ends today. 1-800-Flowers.com. Code BECK. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's let's just uh, look at um, let's go to um, Thomas Friedman first. If you want to know that the world is upside down, here's Thomas Friedman, a guy who I have disagreed with my entire life. And he just went down to the border and then he goes on CNN. What would you expect Thomas Friedman to say on CNN about a border wall? Well, it definitely wasn't this.
0: Listen. I'm as radically pro-immigration as they come, but it's pretty clear to me that unless we can assure uh, a significant number of Americans that we can control our border, we're never going to have the proper immigration flow I think we need, we desire, and that we have actually a moral responsibility uh, given our history as a a nation of immigrants and and a refuge uh, uh, for people uh, fleeing persecution. I think the only way is a compromise uh, on this, The tragedy, and that's why my column was was said Trump is wasting this crisis. A crisis is a terrible thing to waste. We have mm. a president who actually, when you think about it, wolf, he has the he has the chops with his base. If he were to sit down, call Nancy Pelosi up, say, we're going up to Camp David, you bring your immigration team, I'll bring mine. I'll leave Stephen Miller at home. And we will actually sort out a compromise here where because Democrats were ready to to fund more border security, But at the same time, we're going to create a legal pathway for people here. We're going to limit the number of ICE uh, uh, arrests. And we're going to have a rational uh, inflow of people, of the kind of people that are both high energy, high IQ, that can actually drive our country forward. We need a compromise. When you say, though, you want a high wall with a big gate, a smart gate, but a high wall, that's going to sound to to a lot of folks out there, that's what Donald Trump wants. Well, I, I, I think you've got to control the border. When you have an increase of illegal uh, apprehensions of illegal entries by of 374% since October. Um, uh, obviously, you've got a situation where the border security is not sufficient, and that's going to drive people who we should want to be pro-immigration against immigration. Democrats have been willing to fund more border security. Okay, I'm for a high wall with a big gate, a compassionate, a smart gate, so we can keep immigration going, but you're not going to do that. Wolf, if people think people can just walk into this country they're not going to support the immigration that we need
1: enough there you go welcome to the club thomas friedman that's exactly what we've been saying that's what donald trump has said it's going to be a big beautiful wall with a big beautiful door in it but there's going to be a wall there has to be a wall there has to be security on the border And we have been painted as people who are, uh, you know, anti-Mexican, anti-immigrant. We're not. There are those people. Most of us on the right are not those people. And by digging your heels into the into the ground when you've got a crisis like this, if the media was exposing this crisis as they should. Donald Trump would be building that wall today. Because Democrats would be saying, look, we got it. We got it. Like he is. Yeah. We got to do
2: something. He actually went there and yes. saw it for himself. Right. And realized, you know, again, 374% since October. I, there's See, just no question. what happened in October?
1: What happened in October? It was Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, wasn't there a big controversy about the border around October no. when everybody was saying it's a crisis? No, it's not a crisis. Oh, we'll just let people come in and uh, don't keep people in cages. Wasn't that around that time? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, that. The, at all. I think
2: you're thinking of the Obama administration. Oh, is that what it was? It is amazing. I mean, there has to be a certain amount of people and there's seemingly few. That will admit when something, when new evidence comes to to light, that their that they their previous position was wrong. I mean, it's, you give Friedman some credit here. I would not have called him as one of the people who would do that, but it is important because you're right. Like these things get done in government because both sides are like, okay, yeah, this actually is a problem. I mean, mm-hmm. you look think of what happened after 9-11, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's be it, it, that's what happens, right? People are like, okay, look, uh, we could have had a political debate about how Muslims are being targeted and unfairly accused of terrorism, but eh, let's just uh, let's make sure we're secure. You know, it, there there's those little debates that are constant, and then when a big event comes in, and people forget about those things often to the negative. A lot of times, people will forget their principles in a moment. Like when we see this with guns, right? Like every time there's a mass shooting everyone you know there's half of the country saying okay we got to take their guns away because this one person who we all agree is evil and should go to prison did something terrible with them so that can be bad i mean never let a crisis go to waste is not a good instinct no it's not it's not but this is just recognizing okay the crisis is there we're not trying to implement some crazy restrictive unconstitutional policy we're saying we have a border, we have a border issue we can't control it with, with, with the resources that we have or really i don't think any resources So we need to be able to to block as many of these people as possible. I think this is the way the country might have felt around
1: 1850, where it wasn't clear uh, that, you know, it was clear that things weren't working, but there was still a little bit of hope that the two parties, the Democrats and the Whigs, would be able to work things out on slavery and then it came to a point with Sumner standing up and going, "Neither of you guys are serious. The Democrats nor the Whigs. You're not serious. You're not doing anything about this. And some of us are actually seeing this as a real crisis. And we're we're out. We're out. And that's when a third party is born. And I I'm telling you, I think a third party is becoming more and more." Uh, Of a of a clear answer, but it will happen in. I think it will happen with members who are on both sides right now. And it's not going to be some mamby pamby third party. Remember, the Republicans were revolutionary. They weren't like, we're all going to get along Because the Whigs and the Democrats are always fighting. So there's no labels. We're all going to get along. No, that was not their position. That was not the position. There is no compromise on this. This is wrong. Slavery is wrong.
2: And what's the the issue? That's where they went. What's the because, I mean, I will say I understand your what you're saying there. And I know you have the historical knowledge to back it up. It has happened in the United States. Does not feel like a, a moment for that. Does he you know are So in their own. Ca- so many people think of these things as teams. It's such a, a binary situation right now. What is the issue that a third party can break off with Democrat support and be uh, t- to to unify them like that in a, in a with a real moral purpose? I think purpose? right now the Democrats are not standing up because their
1: choice, their choice is Donald Trump. And I mean their vocal choice. I, I think that there is more and more hidden democratic support for Donald Trump than anybody thinks. I could be wrong. And I hate to. I well, mean, I don't it want to talk him up. happened last time. happened in 2016 yeah, for sure. I don't want to talk him up because whenever I talk people up, it's a kiss of death. So <laughs> he's horrible and you should never vote for him. And I'm, I'm definitely never going to vote for him. Now I got that out of my system so he can win. Um, so here, here's the thing. I, I think that there is a, a lot of people that just don't want to have their hat taken from them. They don't want to be called racist bigots. They just want to get along. And they're so sick of it. But they also see the handwriting on the wall. They see what's happening. You don't have to be a genius to see. Wait a minute. These people are being ostracized and they used to be on my side. They I kind of agree with them. And when you talk to the people of the intellectual dark web, they're all saying this. And you're seeing people say, I can't believe I'm standing with conservatives. I would have never guessed that just two years ago. I would have said no way. But the 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 conservative constitutional conservative, the constitutional conservative position is the winning position. It is the um I, I'm, I'm not a crazy radical that wants to throw all laws out. I, I, I don't want, you know, just chaos on the street. I'm somebody who believes in government and I believe in a limited government. But there are some things that have to change. And this this is not working as we're doing it. And so, I, I don't hate my neighbor. I don't want to hate my neighbor. I don't hate straight people. I don't hate gay people. I don't hate white people. I don't hate black people. I'm tired of being put in a
2: group. Yeah. I think there if there is one issue that would unify people like that, and, and you've seen it in a lot of these podcasts that you've done, there's a great series of podcasts coming on, and you can binge through a ton of them as well. They're all available at glenbeck.com uh, and on YouTube and everywhere else. But the the idea of this pushback against political correctness, I think, is, uh, is, is one of those things that unifies people. We saw this with Kavanaugh, where like, okay, he's being accused of these terrible things. A lot of people who were even on the left said, wait a minute, I've got a son. I'm not at all comfortable with this standard that any woman from Correct. 30 years in his past can ruin his life in the future. Correct. That's not an issue that's Democrat or Republican. No, nope. Any mother would feel that. Uh, And and it happened. I mean, people really did say uh, the the same thing with, you know, uh, when it comes to some of the gender issues, some of the uh, those issues where we all understand and we've always understood that X, Y and Z is true. And you're trying to come in here and not only say that X, Y and Z aren't true, but you're saying I'm evil if I think the old way was correct. Mm hmm. And that is a big, that's a big step for people to take. And it's not, it's obviously not the right way to go.
1: When conservative means I want to conserve and preserve logic, truth, reason, truth, discussion. I mean, that's when America becomes conservative. And if, if we were better at messaging, that's what we'd be saying a conservative is right now. A conservative is to say, I preserve the Constitution of the United States and I preserve the Bill of Rights. I am trying to conserve science and reason and measurement and truth and history. We're not changing our history. We're not changing our language. We, we, are, we have problems and we can solve them. But by by abandoning all reason, I don't know of a single person that says, yeah, you know, a seven year old kid, they should have a sex change. They should start giving a seven year old kid hormones. That's insanity. That is that is mangala experimentation on children. There's no there's no data to back any of that stuff up. You don't know what that's going to do. You're experimenting on children. If that makes me a conservative to say, wait a minute, I want to wait for data. I I want to see. You you can't just do that to children and give it a whirl. If that's what it means to be a conservative, I think we're in the majority. All right. Today is a day. You have 19 chances to win a free gun. Uh, And we're giving them away with the USCCA, USCCA, United States Concealed Carry Association. They are the top provider for self-defense education, uh, training, legal protection. Uh, Their membership is really, really great. They want to introduce themselves to you, but they figure the best way to do it is to give you a chance to win a brand new handgun. So if you'd like to win now, these are I don't know if these are weapons of war, Stu. Are these weapons of war? I'd hate to be giving away weapons of war. Oh, my gosh.
2: Um, Designed to kill? Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, you don't want to miss out on uh, winning this uh, handgun. You have 19 chances. If you haven't already. I mean, if if you have, you might want to do it again. If you haven't already uh, registered to win, you have 19 chances to win. All you have to do is text the word B-E-C-K to 87222, 87222. They're giving it away uh, today is the cutoff. I think they're giving them away, you know, probably tomorrow. Uh, so text the word Beck to 87222 and lock in your 19 chances to win a brand new gun from the USCCA. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. So, where are we headed? And have you noticed how fast things are changing now? Okay, it's not just you. Things are changing rapidly. And there's a reason for that. And uh, on next Wednesday, we are going to show you the reason because we're going to show you the plan. This is one of the most amazing discoveries uh, we have made. And you know that... I have made a lot of what people would call predictions, crazy predictions. They're not predictions. I just read a lot. I study history. I look for patterns. I connect dots. It's analysis. It's not prediction. And if you take people at their word, when people tell you something crazy, I'm going to do this, they usually do it. I'm going to kill you. Well, I take that one seriously. I'm going to start a caliphate. I take you seriously. And then I look at the the dots and the connections and the patterns of history and see, does this person have a chance to, to cobble together a caliphate? Yeah. Yeah, they do. The conditions are right. So then I go on the air and say, they're going to try to start a caliphate. And they do. We found a document in our research on socialism. We're writing a book right now on on socialism, and we're also preparing all of these shows uh, for for fall uh, this coming fall on socialism. And as we're doing our research, uh, Jason, our head researcher, he comes in and he's just white and he's like, have you ever heard of this? And I'm like, no. He's like, this is the craziest thing I've ever read, Glenn. He said, it is the plan of what's happening today. And I start reading it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, where did you get this? He said it was written in, I think, 1950 or 51 by uh, the communist historian in Czechoslovakia. And it's really an evil book of how we did it. Because you have to remember The Soviets were kept by a treaty that we signed at the end of World War II. They couldn't just march into Czechoslovakia and Poland and all those things. They just couldn't do it. They weren't allowed to take it over. So the communists wanted to spread communism throughout the world. How do we get these countries to fall? Well, their first attempt was Czechoslovakia. And Czechoslovakia was this amazing country, amazing country. The uh, highest uh, wealth per capita, I think, next to the United States, it was top five. I think it was number two. The production was incredible, even though it was destroyed under the Nazis. It quickly came back because it was a free market, democratic society. The guy who started as the father of their country, if you will, studied over here. And so he modeled everything on us. And so it was just thriving. 1945, it's dropped from the Nazis. By 1947, they are the breadbasket of Europe. They're feeding everybody. It is roaring. By 1948, 49, they flip, and they're a communist country. How the heck did that happen? Well, very carefully laid plans, and the... Archivist, the historian of the Communist Party in Czechoslovakia,
2: wrote it all down. Here's how we did it. Yeah, and in an effort to say, basically, we need to remember how we did this because it worked really well. It worked really well. We should. We we, should, we need to have this in the Communist Party records so we can emulate it in the future if needed. So the reason why
1: we found it is because it was smuggled out of the uh, Czechoslovakia out from the Iron Curtain into america in 1960 and it it fell into the hands of a couple of senators and then it just disappeared well we found it again and wait until you see how far down the line we are remember this is how to flip a country in three short years and we are almost there and we gotta pay attention So next Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, on Blaze TV, it's all free. 8 p.m. A special Socialism, a warning from the dead. Don't miss it.
0: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
1: 23andMe is having a special for Mother's Day. This is a great Mother's Day gift. I mean, Tanya loved this. I loved this. The kids loved this. We did a 23andMe uh, Ancestry and Health Kit. And... It's, it's interesting because of the things you learn about yourself physically that are really, really important. Uh, the traits, et cetera, et cetera. The kids and I were like, oh, my gosh, that is so that. Yes, that's exactly what, what I am. It's exactly what I do. And there's a reason, a genetic reason mm. for some of these things. But also you get the information about your health and your ancestors. And we sat around for several nights going over these And talking about them and looking at our ancestors and seeing the people who are alive today, like, I I didn't know that they're related directly related to me. I had no idea. They They live right down here. Uh, it's 23andMe for Mother's Day. You can get 30 days off, or th- sorry, thirty dollars off the 23andMe's health and ancestry kit at 23andMe.com/back. That's the number two three and Me back Do it now. Offer ends May thirteenth. Great
2: gift for Mother's Day. 23andMe.com/back. Sign up now to blazetvcom Glenn. Get in line for the special. Glenn's talking about about socialism. You can check it out and get the uh, $10 off with the uh, promo code Glen. Australia, I,
1: I don't understand why anybody goes to Australia, lives in Australia. I mean, you might want to go. You know, like if I go to Australia, you know, I'd like to see a kangaroo. At maybe the Opera House. In fact, I don't want to see an opera. Put kangaroos on stage at the Opera House because it's cool looking, you know, and it's nice. The water's right there. Maybe you'd take a sailboat out and you're on the water. and You're like, hey, throw some shrimp on the barbie, and you go have some of that whatever it is, uh, you know, in front of the Opera House. You go in on stage, bunch of kangaroos, they're boxing or whatever, and you get know, out. Plenty of go. That's how I want to see Australia. Um, beyond that, Australia freaks the crap out of me. You know, they've got spiders the size of your head, and they all seem to be, like, cool with that. They're like, yeah, I got spiders. I'm proud of it. You know, okay, yeah, dude, like, I mean, you know, we kill weeds here, you know. <laughs> I mean, everybody's up an arm with weed killer over here. Can you do
2: something about the spiders, maybe? I don't know. I can, like, remember every time in my life I've seen a stray snake like two or three times in my life i've been like you know one crawled across our porch here uh, once in texas one time when i was a kid walking at a park with my mom down a trail and one was crossing the trail in front of yeah. us i can re- re- remember them that's how much of a wuss i am yeah these people are like dining with snakes they just all come in they just slither across the table while they're like eating eating uh, you know their hamburgers oh you know it's really funny i i opened up my, my barbecue and there was a snake in the bottom of it uh okay <laughs> No, dude. That's
1: no. traumatic to everyone else. Yeah, that's from like freaking like, everybody eh, out. What are you doing? So what, what? What are you doing? I mean, I know you're all raised from convicts, but there's something wrong with Australia. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if it was like God was like, you know what? I spent too long on the Grand Canyon. I'm not even going to pay attention to the animals. Just I need some spiders and stuff. And it's like, and they came and they were like, and he's like, oh, crap. That's too big of a spider. Oh, well, I got to go back to work on Bryce Canyon now. I mean, I don't know what happened to Australia, but it's weird. Yeah. And then they introduced bunny rabbits, which there were no cute little bunny rabbits in there. And I got to tell you, if I'm, living with a, if I'm living with snakes and spiders, I want a bunny rabbit. I want to be in bed with a little bunny rabbit. Going, <laughs> help me, bunny. Help me, bunny. There's spiders everywhere. And, you know, if a big spider comes as big as my head towards my head, I'm throwing the bunny rabbit at it. I'm sorry, bunny rabbit, <laughs> but I'm going to use you as a weapon against the snake. So they introduce bunny rabbits. Somebody is like, "Oh, you know, it'd be fun. We should have some bunny rabbits here." So they take them and they they start mating. And you know, bunny rabbits do what? But but there was no natural predators for the bunny rabbits. So That's an issue. Yeah. So there's bunny. There's millions of bunny rabbits everywhere. And so they had to go and they had to slaughter. It was the Holocaust. Many bunnies. Remember australia you say the word australia to them now and bunnies will their nose will just go up and down a little faster never forget never forget the <laughs> bunny rabbit rabbit slaughter of the uh, early 1900s late 1800s um and now they have a cat problem now if you if you listen to me
2: you know i don't like cats okay i don't think that goes far enough but yes that that is a an inaccurate summary of your position. Well, I have bad bad experiences
1: with cats, and so I have no love for cats. However, I want to just say this: I I give mail all the time, and it's just so funny because people get so passionate. I'm like, yeah, all cats should die, all cats should die, and anybody who likes cats, there's something wrong with you. Now, clearly, I don't believe that. But I say it just because
2: it really annoys people. It just it drives <laughs> cat lovers crazy for some reason, <laughs> and, and they're
1: like, it's like chasing a laser. They're like, he said this, he, he said this, he said that he really hated it. It makes us crazy. Yeah, look at you. You're running around what tracing a little laser. You're never going to catch it.
2: Yeah, and I will say, you're, that's essentially what you're doing to cat owners. Yes, you're just putting a little laser on <laughs> exactly the ground, and cat right. owners are going crazy. Exactly yes. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't really want a cat holocaust. No. You have called for one several times, but you don't actually want
3: it.
1: Yeah, one of the, I think I did say, you know, on stage at one point, uh, you know, I do have the final solution uh, for cats. And that didn't go
3: over real well.
1: (laughs) Wasn't your most popular on stage moment? Uh, No, no. um, You know, but here's what Australia is doing. They're dropping poison sausage (laughs) uh, from airplanes now and uh and they're trying to poison all of these cats because there are millions of feral cats. Now, the first thing I want to know, do cats kill giant spiders? If so, Australia, don't kill the cats. Work on the spider problem. You got spooky ass spiders. Work on the your spiders are as big as cats. Work on that. <laughs> I mean, cats, I can live with my old life. You you know, you live around two million cats. Yeah, but there's no spiders in the neighborhood that are as big as a small dog. I'm good.
2: This is an amazing article for for many different uh, reasons. When America finds out, they're going to be
1: I mean, we're working on, I'm not going to that state because they won't have a bathroom for somebody who is uh, is is non-gender, b- binary, compliant kind of person who says they're a space alien. <laughs> we, we're getting
2: upset about that when they find out that they're dropping oh, poison sausage hey, to kill two million cats. A rich person went to Africa and killed a lion that was about to maul some children. Oh, let's protest them and ruin their lives. That's the stuff <laughs> right. we get upset about. One right. lion. One lion. This is two
1: million cats.
2: Yes, cats, which, by the way, everyone who got mad about the lion story is a cat owner. We should point that out. Yes. Every one of them is a yes. cat owner. Yes. Uh, and Because that, <laughs> that's just a big cat. No, that's a cat that will claw your eyes out. Right, but it's the same person, right? Yes. The same person who gets upset about a, a hunter taking down one animal in Africa is certainly going to be very upset at two million cats being killed. This article, let me point this out, though, first. Wouldn't you have loved, Glenn? If the New York Times, with all of their resources, was able to dive into, let's say, why was the IRS targeting conservative groups during the Obama administration? Yes. Or how did the how did this uh, Mueller investigation really get started? Can we look into that? Or or
1: how come nobody in the press is upset that? people who exposed Planned Parenthood of selling body parts yep. against the law, how come
2: they're going to jail yeah. and no one seems to care? No one seems to be mentioning it. Wouldn't it be interesting if they spent the resources on that? This article about the cats being murdered in in uh, in Australia is 6,226 words. 6,000 words so from the New York to Times. Put, to put this
1: into perspective... When you get a book contract, they'll say your book has to be 65,000 words. So 60,000 words is the size it's a size of book. A, it's a, norm- it's a book.
2: It's a tor- normal book like a host would release, right? right? This is a one-tenth of that, and it's a story. One-tenth hmm. of that length. And now it's brilliantly written. I mean, it yeah. really no, is a good. great piece. It's good. But w- a couple of things I want to point out. So they're they're actually flying planes over Australia and dropping poison sausages so the cats will come eat them because they're eating too many rodents. So they're protecting the rodents by killing the cats with sausage made from kangaroos and chickens. So they're killing kangaroos and chickens to kill cats to protect rodents.
1: I think there's a problem in Australia. This is what happens (laughs) when, when the criminal mind breeds with other criminal minds. You're like I don't know, kill all the kangaroos to kill
2: the cats or killing the rats because we want to live with rats. There's a story written about this a long uh, a long time ago uh, called "There Once Was a Woman Who Swallowed a Fly." <laughs> yeah. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. We can't say why, <laughs> right? And then the woman decided to swallow swallow a frog. Was a frog, fr- a f- was frog next? Frog. frog. I don't know why she swallowed the frog. I can't remember how it rhymes, but it goes on from there. And then the, she swallowed something else, and she swallowed. It. Eventually, got to a point where she swallowed a cat, and then she swallowed a dog. Just because the cat was in there. And then they kept going up. I think they ended at like a cow, which doesn't even eat any of them. But the whole point is, do we not learn the lesson of the old lady who swallowed the fly? Why didn't she just poop the fly out? It would have been faster. I
1: know an old lady who swallowed a fly. She waited a couple of days, pooped the fly out done the book is so much shorter you get the kids to bed so much faster you don't have you skip the pooping out part yeah i know i know i'm sorry it's trying to make it shorter you got
2: it you got it done in two 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 pages you're done that seems to be a, a rational way to do it so she just really quick she swallowed the fly first then she swallowed the spider and that tickled inside her then she swallowed a bird isn't that absurd she swallowed the bird then she uh, uh, she uh, swallowed a cat. Just imagine that she swallowed a cat. Wait, what she, to, why did she swallow a bird? I mean, we know we don't well, know she why she swallowed to catch the fly. Spiders, she no, swallowed this, a spider this, this, to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. I can't say why. I know, I know we don't know why she didn't swallow the fly, but the bird, is that what you go for? You go for a frog. It's smaller? Yeah, I don't think of, I, I was trying to think, I don't remember a frog, I remember the bird. The bird? Yeah, the bird goes after, I mean, this is obvious. Do birds eat flies? Then there was the point that she got to the goat. She just opened her throat and swallowed a goat.
3: Okay, which she's is got I thought throne. insane.
2: And then she's I've never I don't know what version of the book this is. I once I knew an old lady who swallowed a minister. Isn't that sinister to swallow a minister? What the hell? Where did that go? Is that like Jason Blum's version of this? <laughs> <laughs> like you hear the little kids in the background.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh. Holy
2: crap. <laughs> um and then uh i guess the rhinoceros isn't that preposterous the point is that when you get into this book it doesn't end well she, it's not at the end she's like oh finally the rhinoceros took care of the minister problem that i had swallowed let's, and everything worked out fine let's send that book to the prime minister or king or whatever they have over there <laughs> over there yeah. yeah listen to this line though glenn you mm-hmm. talk about the kind of this crime uh the the odd crime mind that would need to put this together uh, this is uh, the Doctor Death is his nickname. By yeah. the way, yeah. Doctor Dave Algar. He uh, is the one ahead of this project. He says he began developing a recipe for the poison sausages by examining cat food in supermarkets and observing which flavors thrilled his own two cats. He owns cats. Number one, he's doing this for a living. He owns cats. It's Mangala. And as Morse said, they've got to taste good. They are the cat's last meal. This guy is what the Mangala in the cat world. He is. He's actually he's actually committing
1: now the cat here, holocaust. Now, look, here's the thing. I don't like cats. I, I really don't like cats. I really don't. I, if all cats disappeared, be fine. I don't want to murder cats. I don't want to do anything bad to cats. Despite your previous statements. Well, no, but what I, I, said, is, that are what in I said is a final solution for cats. Okay? Mm-hmm. But you didn't come out and tell people what you were doing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I want a film about cats. That the cats—they're disappearing from our neighborhoods, but they're all being moved to a really <laughs> cat-friendly neighborhood where all the cats are happy. I have a director for you. You're—I <laughs> may not like it. Yeah, you might not like the results, but I have a director for you. <laughs> Very famous. Uh, not getting a lot of work these days. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would I know him? Oh. oh, oh.
3: <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, car
1: CarShield. CarShield.com. Car repairs are not like they used to be. Uh, used to be that you didn't have to take out a second mortgage uh, to repair your car. But now, literally, a sensor can go, and y- your car is three grand. What? Wait, what? Wait, what? Huh? My, uh, my son-in-law, he didn't have Car Shield. And he had a used car and he brought it in, and it was a, I think it was like a braking sensor or something like that. It was a $3,000 sensor. He's like, I, what, I got a $3,000. I'm like, you're on your own, buddy. You should have had Car Shield. Car Shield, extended vehicle protection from Car Shield. They provide 24 7 roadside assistance, a free rental car while yours is being fixed. They uh, they pay directly to whoever you pick. So get, go to the dealer and get the real dealer fix on it uh, because Car Shield is going to pay for it. So you get it fixed right. 1 800 car 6000. 1 800 car 6000. Visit carshield.com. Use the promo code back. Your car has 5,000 miles. Don't pay the high repair bills. 1-800-CAR-6000, use the promo code BECK, 1-800-CAR-6000 or carshield.com. You know, I'm sorry, we were going to go on to something else, but I got to go back to this cat thing, okay, in Australia. Two million cats, they're going to kill two million cats. First of all, where are all the activists? You know, where are the people who are like, you know, hunting down every dentist who has ever done anything at all <laughs> trying to, you know, kill a, a lion that the, the townspeople are like, please kill the lion, they eat my children. Where are all the people on two million cats being killed by the Australians because they're feral cats? Now, I don't I don't want to personally get involved in Australia's business and their cat problem. I just want to know, again, what is up with Australia? Are these cats that were introduced? And again, like the bunnies had no natural predator or I mean, where are the dogs? Where are the feral
2: dogs? Where are the? Oh, oh wow. Yeah, they killed all the feral dogs with sausages. No, they're killing the cats with sausages. Yeah, well, technically it was snossages. (laughs) Snossages for the dogs, sausages for the cats. They would just give poisoned snossages to the cats, but cats won't eat snossages, they're for dogs. Ah. So they're... they're okay they, they killed all the dogs off before with poison sausages and they should they to- stop <laughs> killing the animals i mean there's a, this is what's weird is there is i love the fact that they killed a bunch of kangaroos to put in the sausages to <laughs> kill the cats there's something just so dramatically I know. bizarre about that here here's the thing i don't understand does
1: do, do they not have an ecological system there that takes it they have giant spiders How come the giant spiders are not killing the cats or the cats killing the giant spiders? I don't understand. It's like
2: the planet is out of control in in uh, Australia. Oh, this is a great way to say global warming. This is when you bring up the global warming stuff. The global the globe is warm. So cats are more comfortable. They have sex more. (laughs) And I'm just going to come up with what they're going to say. It's probably in this article. It's six thousand words. I could not get through all of them. Although it's again a brilliant, brilliantly written article. I'd like to have this author on. Yeah, because I'd like to Jessica know. Ogo- I'd, li- I'd like Ogoire. to know really,
1: I, and I'm serious about this. I want to know what the problem is caused by
2: the 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 system. But you're not willing to read the six thousand words where no. it certainly tells you what the problem nope. is caused by. Are you? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs>
2: yeah, No, way. no I, way. I would like to talk to her about it. though. It yeah. is, it's a fascinating Look, you wrote six thousand
1: words. If you would have written, you know, I don't know, eleven 1, hundred.
2: I probably would have gotten to it. Probably. This is not a great sell on the booking. I don't think yeah, we should tell her. Don't. Look, we just couldn't get past a thousand words on this topic, so right. can you come on and tell just us the rest? Just come dumb it down to us. We just have a couple <laughs> of questions. <laughs> is that- like, you have really descript- descriptive, um, you know, Paragraphs here about all the the real color of the situation. Oh, no, it's amazing. But I'm not quite interested enough to get through all of them. Yeah. So can you just come on and just say it like five or six sentences? Yeah. And just uh, tell us we'll what what happened to the natural predator for the dogs or the cats? <laughs> we are totally describing the problem with, <laughs> with our America. discourse. Oh, yeah, I, like no. I, I am a, look like, if this was an important topic to me, like I should probably go through it. But this is a problem with it. This is a problem with the New York Times. Okay. Yeah.
1: Should have said right there in the title: Two million cats die, uh, you know, targeted for death in Australia. Trump to blame? Yes. Then <laughs> you'd be like, be okay. everywhere. Oh, I know the problem is Trump, <laughs> and that's why they have so many cats. So I get it. I get it. I mean that's it, if it's not in the headline, I, I'm not going to make it. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, relief factor. Relief factor: four key ingredients that uh, help your bodies fight against inflation. I was, uh, inflammation, inflation, <laughs> inflammation. I was hoping that uh, that some of the inflammation that was happening with my body on the outside was also due to some sort of pain issue, and, uh, and, uh, and Relief Factor would make that go away, but it doesn't stop the swelling on the outside. That's just called fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. Get out of pain. ReliefFactor.com. I take it, and it works. 70% of the people who try it, it works. Try it. Try it. You have your life to gain back. It's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com.
0: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: Well, last night, the National Football League had its draft, mm-hmm. uh, at least the first round of it. And if you were here yesterday, you heard Glenn Beck attempt to predict that draft. We uh... incredible. That is one word I would use to describe it. In- yes, incredible. incredible. What you what you did yesterday was incredible for many different reasons. Thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. I'll take that. So we now have the picks in. How did Glenn do? Incredible, in- incredibly. I would say yes. Yeah. Uh, so we we will tell you the results of oh, the yeah, Glenn and Beck. And I've got a little. I've got a little turn the tables on stew. Yeah, I'm
1: not comfortable with with those. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're going to find out what that is beginning in one minute.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: I wrote a new song, a uh, new jingle uh, for X Chair. Okay, uh, here it is. <clears throat> X Chair. It's a great office chair that seems almost like a lounge chair. Yow. Thank you. It's
3: really good. You it's like got a that? nice beat. It's easy yeah. to dance to. You like it? Yeah. I'll yeah give it an eight. I
1: I worked a long time on it. I didn't write the lyrics. A little pitchy. Uh a little pitchy but, for me. Uh, dog. It's great. It's great. Anyway, uh, X Chair is a great chair and it uh, it really is more like the most comfortable chair that you've ever sat in, a lounge chair. I Stu and I were talking earlier today. I'd watch a movie in this chair. This is this is comfortable than a lot of theater chairs. You can just sit yeah, in your even at the nice
2: theaters. Yeah, yeah. It's a know. lazy boy, man. It is so good. But it also, because a lazy boy makes it feel like you're just going to fall asleep in the middle of your work day. You can get a lot of work done with it, too. It's great support. It makes you feel comfortable. You don't get the pain after sitting in the same chair all day. It's fantastic. It's it, it's, it's kind of like an occasional table. With an occasional table, it's
1: occasionally a table. Occasionally what else is it? Nothing. It's always a table. It's not an occasional table. It's an always a
2: table. Okay. This is like an occasional chair. Don't see the similarity. This
1: is a co- occasionally a work chair. Occasionally a lazy boy. Me, I'm always a lazy boy. But I use this chair occasionally to work in, sometimes to sleep in.
2: I'm just saying. So you're saying it's completely unlike an occasional table. because the Except occasional it's table- exactly like
1: an occasional table table should be
2: okay should be
1: okay Got because it. occasional table is always a table but that's a different story x chair go to xchairbeck.com. that's x chairbeck.com get a hundred dollars off uh, low is uh, thirty dollars a month with zero percent financing if you want to go that way order today you'll also get a free foot rest it's x uh, dot com that's x chair or call eight four 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 x chair x come on bring it on big boy
2: bring it on think you will be horrified at how wrong you were. All right, let's go. Are you ready for Glenn's review of the 2019 NFL draft? Big night last night. Thousands and thousands of people. You see how many people were there, Pat? Over 200,000. Incredible. I uh, that was unbelievable.
3: Who's Are you, you being serious? serious? 200,000 yeah, 200, people 000. Were there?
2: in Nashville, nashville, nashville.
3: going down that the main 200,000 you, you
2: go and you to look it. at the replays of that and yeah i'm not going to i do not even know where i would find them that, okay well nfl.com would probably have them but i mean you scan know scan
3: over the audience just that it's, it's a main, main road. Road. it, it, right, that it main looked like a
2: million and, people so it was incredible. the whole like yeah. main strip. A town a yeah. main strip yeah. of a town yeah, yes. of nashville that main that famous oh you're kidding me yeah I can't. Why I can't it Broadway, was right? Just a sea of humanity, all the way back. And they used to, to do be, this at Radio City. Mile. It used to be in Radio City every yeah. year, and yeah. they decided a few years ago. If the first time they did it was in Philadelphia, right, like in front of the what people would call the Rocky Museum, yeah. and <laughs> which really pisses the oh, snobs they hate off. It. They hate it, uh, and, and the, I love it. the actual name is the Rocky Museum. Yes, so just remember that <laughs> <laughs> it's the snobs that are wrong. Yes, uh, but you know that whole. If you remember standing yeah. at the top, when I think you were able to make it there after a couple of hours, when you are on the top of the stairs there. And you look down the street; it just goes on forever. Mm-hmm. And they filled like that entire street. Same thing here; it's crazy, incredible. Two hundred thousand people. I mean, the uh, the idea that the NFL is dying is, is uh, maybe the maybe a little preemptive, maybe uh, here, maybe. but. Uh, it may die after your draft review from yesterday. <laughs> we will see, though, because I think there's some good news in here for Glenn Beck as well. Thank you very much. Some impressive things. And one thing... This almost sounds like it's a sports... You know, like
1: you're a sports center. Yeah, that's so right. I'll talk mm-hmm. about it in, like, a caster way, and it will sound official.
2: I will say, going in, I did not think Glenn Beck... <laughs> the tone. ...would be able to pull this off. But he did accomplish one thing that no other draft expert was able to accomplish. Uh, Rock, I think was your name... And it was, <laughs> and I, I'd love to get your reaction before we dive in. Uh, my reaction to, was, that, was
3: that it was uh, his his predictions were incredible, incredible, incredible. I, I would agree. So I they, said, they
1: were I incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, look, go to wow, the. F- I'm going to keep watching. Th- thank you. Uh,
2: we appreciate that. It, <laughs> wow, they it's can hear me. Like every other sports Damn, program, Alexa. we're going to give you our reaction before we tell you what happened because that's what sports <laughs> programs do. Okay, so the first overall pick in the draft of the Arizona Cardinals. Glenn Beck predicted Devin White would get selected. Because
3: he looked happy. Yes, because he He does look
2: happy. He does look happy. Was he happy last night? Uh, So uh, the experts predicted he would go fifth in the draft. Glenn predicted he would go first. The actual answer, fifth.
1: <laughs> so okay, so yeah, that's that's a Glenn little anticlimactic. <laughs> it's a little anticlimactic. <laughs> yes. like but that. I had him in but the top more. ten. You gave me twenty names. I had him in the top ten. Yes, that's... I had him in the top five. Have... I was pretty damn close.
2: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. I, I thought that was a relatively good pick. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank Although you. you did lose again. All right. <laughs> okay. With a second pick uh, in the draft, Glenn predicted. That uh, Drew Locke would go second. (laughs) Which we tried Um, to dissuade him from that a little bit, telling him, "Eh, they already have a
3: quarterback there, and they paid him a lot of money. Yeah, $137.5 million just one year ago. Is he in
1: the top five? So Drew, no. Lock, you didn't tell me that this was not hand grenades. Uh, no, <laughs> okay.
2: no, I know. Not,
3: not I just need to be close. I
2: just need to well, be close. I think it's. I think it is close. Right. So I'm, I'm judging this as: Did you come as close as the actual experts? So Drew Locke, Glenn predicted to go second overall. The experts predicted to go thirtieth overall. And he did not get drafted in the first round at all,
3: <laughs> so, so he's
2: still on the board.
3: Wow. But, You're more wrong
2: than the experts I need yes. so what I... <laughs> okay. This is not only not hand grenades, this isn't small... It's not even nuclear tac- weapons. <laughs> tactical yeah. nukes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up, uh, Glenn had Jawan Taylor going third to the New York Jets. Glenn <laughs> predicted Jawan Taylor to go third. The experts predicted him to go twelfth. Actual draft position undrafted in the oh, first wow. okay, round okay but wait a minute wait a minute
1: what about christian
2: wow. wilkinson because wilkins because i said he could also might like, go third yeah, i know you kept saying that because the two teams were from the same city you could switch them that's not a rule yeah for... no it's okay. what it should be so <laughs> they're both fake <laughs> they're both fake new york teams they're neither of them in new york nice. they're both fake well that's true they're both in the same stadium in new jersey but that was a good that was a stupid fair point. uh but again you were wrong so you're 0 for three so far but things get better Uh, Your fourth pick, you selected... Jonah Williams. uh, Jonah Williams. Yes. Jonah Williams, Glenn, selected fourth. The experts predicted he would go ninth. Actual draft position, 11th. So Glenn is wrong. Okay, I thought there was like some good Dan. news happening. No, no, no there some is. Good news. It's coming. It's okay, coming. okay, all right. Okay, all right, and maybe right. is this it? Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think so. <laughs> just based on just based on the crowd reaction yesterday, boys. Glenn, really high on Bunchy Stallings from Kentucky. I mean, this, a little higher than the experts were. Really high. I had a good reason. I don't remember yeah. what it was, but it was a good reason for Bunchy. Yes, I. They were all really good reasons, as we heard yesterday. Yes. So Bunchy uh, Stallings, Glenn predicted to be fifth. The Bunchy ex- was excited about you your pick, though. He, he was. was really I bet exciting. his
3: dad called him and said, yeah. Glenn Beck <laughs> just predicted. You're and then no he kidding. was like,
1: not the guy who every time
2: he endorses a candidate, they lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same guy. Yeah. Yes. So Bunchy Stallings predicted to go fifth by Glenn Beck. Experts predicted him to go 216th. <laughs> he was undrafted in the top 32, sadly. Okay. Well, so, so neither again, of us was right. You're Well, you're 0 for 5. Again, <laughs> okay. they were close. Okay, All All right. Right. next up, though, uh we have uh Christian Wilkins. Mm-hmm. I said he'd go six. Christian Wilkins go sixth. Uh, the experts predicted him to go thirteenth. So really close range here. Right. The actual pick thirteenth. The experts <laughs> hey, right I'm on the looking button. for the good uh, news. On no, but there's it's good going. news okay. coming up. Okay, all all it's right. coming. okay, okay. Uh, right. Number seven. Uh, you may know this one if you followed it at all. Kyler Murray. Uh, Glenn predicted Kyler Murray to go and I guess play behind Nick Foles in the giant contract he just signed (laughs) instead of going to the Cardinals. He did go number one overall. Glenn predicted him number seven, and so did the uh, the experts predicted him number one as well. Shrapnel hit him. Yeah, shrapnel hit him. He's in the general. He at least could see the explosion from where he was. (laughs) He could hit him. Okay, so the top seven, you are oh for seven. However. We go on to Ed Oliver to the Detroit Lions. Yes, Ed Oliver. Now I know you were passionate about this particular pick. I can't remember why. This This one, one no. This
1: one, yes. It's a Mm -hmm. This was my first draft pick at number number eight. Yes. Ed looks endlessly he so- surprised. Mm-hmm. He does. And, you know, that's the way everybody in Detroit, when they open their door in the morning, they're like, oh, crap, I'm still
2: here? Yeah. And like the, what the, the hell as happened? As the bullets fly by, right. they say, like wow, another, another bullet flew by. <laughs> what am I doing here still? He may also have been surprised that he was, first of all, picked eighth, but before the first seven picks. Right. Which was interesting. <laughs> so he was my first pick at eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's not confusing at all. So Ed Oliver, Glenn predicted him to go number eight, uh, the experts predicted him to go number four. Actual pick number nine. Glenn yes. outperforms yes. the experts. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It
1: well, took me a little while. It did. Either that, or it, I got it right on the first time, and I should have stopped. Yeah, but possibly. But, well,
3: it's a stretch to say you got it right.
1: Well, you missed by one pick. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> oh, definitely he's... dead. If you're standing that close to a hand grenade, hand grenade, you're dead. <laughs>
2: And it's not horseshoes uh, or hand grenades, no. is the saying? No, okay, but, but there is one thing that oh, Glenn Beck did yeah. that no one else that I saw as an expert actually did. It's an amazing thing. Uh, Glenn Beck predicted for the ninth pick, Daniel Jones, the quarterback from Duke. Now Jones was predicted to go seventeenth uh, mm-hmm. by experts. Glenn yes. predicted him number nine. Actual pick number six. Thank you. Yes. Closer. Thank you, were closer, you. Not only Thank closer, you. But the only expert I saw, and I, I use you as an expert after Thank that you. pick. Thank the you. The only expert I saw picking Daniel Jones in the top nine was Glenn Beck, and he nailed it. I wa- by m- only
1: missing by three. I want you to put that. I want an article written about that in sportsy kind of terms and throw that sports-y out. Sportsy
2: kind of terms coming That's to right. you, Glenn. We'll get to that. <laughs> and the good news continues here. So yeah. now you are now two for nine. Uh-huh. Yes, you missed the first seven. Right now, but you are two for nine. Ish. Last one. Two for nine-ish. Two for nine-ish. You know, because... Well, you beat the experts on two of nine. Okay, yes. For Uh, not having any information. Pretty good. Pretty good. Really good. Carl Granderson was Glenn's (laughs) 10th overall pick. Uh, The experts predicted him to go 251st. Actual pick, he was not picked yet. Uh, Uh, So Glenn did lose that one. But you only missed by 241. Okay, but Uh, he was closer than
3: the experts. Yes. Twice. (laughs) Twice. Twice. That is not not bad. Now, let's turn
1: this around. As you see, Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of teams up on the board. Animals and... uh, Yeah. Some might call them shields. Some might call them shields. Okay. This is the Game of Thrones. Now, you probably know more about the Game of Thrones than I do about football.
3: I don't think there's any doubt of that. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen two full episodes. So I'm
1: giving you, with their names, Frumpy Girl. (laughs) Mm -mm. She's 5'1", 112 pounds. That's all you get. You have to put her in the right house. We do our Game of Thrones and see how close he becomes. He comes and gets to that. In one minute. <laughs> yeah. See if you can get two. I doubt it. All right. Uh, our sponsor, this half hour, is LifeLock. Cybercrime, only getting worse. Cybercrime, all kinds of breaches <laughs> on everything. Uh, all you have to do is get LifeLock, and then you don't have to worry about this anymore. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code back. You're going to save 10% on your yearly membership. Look, they what they do is they look for... Any kind of breach, just monitoring your credit, you know, is not is is not enough. Just monitoring one credit card is not enough. You have to watch for the breaches that are happening on the dark web. God forbid something like this happens to you. And it will. I promise you it will. Uh, go to lifelock.com use the promo code beck if you have them they're going to spot those things early they have the team to work to fix it it's lifelock.com nobody can prevent all identity theft and you know monitor all transactions but lifelock is the best in the business use the promo code beck and save 10 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code beck we break for 10 seconds station id
2: All right. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven houses. Which I just learned from the last episode. There are seven houses. I don't know what that means. Seven houses. Okay. Seven houses. One process question. Seven kingdoms. Can I look back at my own reviews? No. Okay. No. Because I don't remember anything from I was the not allowed reviews. to do
1: anything except look at those, okay. those faces ah, and their fair. weights okay. and their height.
2: All right, so I have I have them here, all the characters, and yes. we're going to place them in the houses. All right, so I'm going to start off with Fat Guy. Now, Fat f- Guy is 5'8", uh, 238. Uh, that's the only thing I have, but he is overweight uh, at some level. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for this era, particularly, there wasn't a lot of food that went around. He's not Jeffy overweight, but no. he's, you know, he's a little, a little fat. Porky. He's fat for this era, I feel mm-hmm. like. I mean, there was no food, so he was fat for this era.
1: Just to help you along, if you don't know, if you don't have a picture of Fat Guy, let's just say he's the, uh, the bookworm. And you might remember who he is.
2: Okay. Um, now, uh, there are seven houses. You have a, a bear, a buck, um, a dragon head, an archer guy, maybe some underwater creature, a lion, and a three-headed <laughs> dragon. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to uh. put fat guy with the bear because he's overweight a fat guy with the bear and he might like i, I don't know maybe fat guy okay, does a so lot of put good put things Marissa. fat guy with the bear maybe he does a lot of the good yeah. things but you know he's he's overweight and i think he fat that's kind of what the bear is right it looks so it's like, like a it's fat, but actually pretty strong right, right? okay okay all okay. right um then i got gonna go with uh i'm gonna take up next frumpy girl now frumpy girl <laughs> comes in at five one one twelve She's a little she frumpy. Is,
1: so you know, she was the. Let's uh, say I'm trying to give him things that he won't know and won't necessarily play. She was
2: with the. Uh, uh, the girl does not have a name. Let's say that. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, frumpy girl. Looking at these symbols here, I think I would associate her. If you think about an underwater creature, mm-hmm. and she's kind of frumpy. She kind of like seems like the type that if, if she was a creature would kind of just be floating around aimlessly at mm-hmm. the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put her with weird ocean. Uh, Character thing, yellow, and it's got little pointy things at the end of it. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, um, then I'm gonna mm-hmm. go next up. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take a boy band teen next. Now the boy band teen, he's in a wheelchair. He fell mm-hmm. out of a, uh, a tower or something. Yeah. Um, he kind of seems like this boy band teen, Pat. Okay. So he seems okay. like the type that would uh, maybe. If he was in today's times, he would wear, like, jewelry. He'd be, like, kind of flamboyant. Uh-huh. Have, like, maybe some gold jewelry and stuff. But I'm mm. going to put him with the gold lion thing. <laughs> uh, the okay, gold okay, lion good. thing for boy band Good. Teams. That's... Yes. Next up, uh, <laughs> we have, um... We have the queen that looks like Mick Jagger and Robin Wright. Okay. Uh,
1: and she surprisingly does. She
2: does really she look like She really Mick does Jagger look Robin like, like... Yes. Like, if they had a baby, this is exactly the person that would grow out of that. Yeah. Um... She's sort of a statuesque woman. She, mm-hmm. uh, I, she's, she, I feel like she has good posture. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going to put her with the yellow buck that's standing on its back leg because it's okay. kind of standing right. up tall, and I, okay. I think good. that makes a lot good. of sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we have Goatee Guy. Now, Goatee Guy, I think, is a pretty main character. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, it might mm-hmm. be Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jon Snow. His name, first of all. Snow. So that's gonna. Ra- First of all, you're gonna take out the three headed dragon because that could breathe fire. That's obviously out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna go with. He's a big character. I feel like I go with the red archer guy here. Uh, the red, the archer red archer symbol. Guy. Mm-hmm. Red archer symbol because okay. because he's like the, he's like the main character. He's strong. He's probably the guy that fires lots of arrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, I will go with. I will go with angry elf. Now, Angry Elf in this show, he, he was Angry Elf in, in the movie Elf, but also is in this show. And Angry Elf is... Now, he seems like a big character, like top of the rank somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he's the type of guy that would be like the guy who designs the family crest. Like, he's that yeah, big of a guy. he's that guy. And because of the, his his height, he would not be able to reach an entire painting. And there's only one that's a <laughs> partial creature, which is this half-dragony head thing. Um, which is gray, mm. and it, it looks like, or maybe a half dog head or something. I don't know. Yeah. But he couldn't finish dog the whole head. painting because he's not tall enough. So uh-huh. I'm going to put him on uh, that team, the top middle one there, Marissa. Might even be a dog or a, a wolf or something. Okay, like a that. dog or a wolf. Okay. Angry there we go. Elf
1: goes into the wolf.
2: Okay. Uh, now, I know there's relationships between Angry Elf and a couple of the other characters, and I cannot remember who. Right. Uh, right. Maybe Redhead. I think Redhead and Angry Redhead. Elf might be together in some way. Or okay. maybe they were married at some point. I don't remember. But I'm going to put Redhead with Angry Elf in that redhead. one because I think they might be related. Sansa. Uh, Blondie. <sighs> So uh, the, Angry Elf and Redhead. The Blondie Queen I would describe as the main character of this show so far that, I, that okay. I've that noticed. Yeah, okay. She talks Whatever. to the guy. She seems to be hanging out with the goatee guy a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, they seem to have maybe some romantic relations. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't tell. They could be like a Romeo and Juliet thing from two different kingdoms or something, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm concerned about. But I am, because I think they've spent time together, I'm going to put Blondie in the same Archer situation. So they're from the no. same house. Yes, they're, they they've got to be. They're together almost all the time. Okay. I mean, there's there's some risk to that strategy, but I'm going to go for it anyway. And and there's and there's as you will find out, there's a lot. Uh, okay. So then we have. I haven't put anyone in the three-headed dragon uh, camp. Completely wrong. I haven't. I haven't put anyone in the three-headed dragon camp. Luckily, I have three people left. The person I haven't named yet, the curly-haired guy, and the guy who looks like Ricky Gervais and Lenny from Laverne and Shirley, which he does. Yeah. Look at that!
1: That was uh, yeah. He does. He a does. Guy mm-hmm. who was uh, very very sick uh, for a while, and uh, what about Curly into Stone? Curly haired guy. Uh, he is
2: uh, not the man he used to be. And the yet to be named, which was a kid, actually who looks like she likes battle a lot. Yeah, the little kid. She's yes. yeah. She's great. So those three go into the three headed dragon because the dragon three has heads. three heads. Right. Which makes perfect sense for me. Those are the kingdoms. Uh, I don't know how to explain that to people, Glenn. But okay. Uh, uh, what did I do? Well, uh, well. Let me just. Well, I should step out because I can't get this information. <laughs> the problem is I can't. If I, if you tell me all the things I got right and wrong, I'm gonna know everything about. Game of yeah, Thrones. you uh, didn't get any of them right.
3: N- oh, no. None of them.
1: None of them are right. Come no, on. No, no. Sorry, Wait. one is right. One is right? One is
2: right. Yes Greg, one is right. You've got one right. And one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, crap, that's the same amount as you did too. Yep. I only so want one I got two.
1: <laughs> you got one. I ah. just,
2: just wanna know it's, That's depressing.
1: So I know less uh, you, about well, you Game of Thrones. You have to take a snapshot of this because after he finishes the Game of Thrones, I have to I have to show because you, you are you are right on some things horribly wrong. For all the wrong reasons, but you're kind of (laughs) right. Your instincts are, if this were hand grenades, thank you. Yeah, if this were hand grenades, I think you'd get two. (laughs) (laughs) Yay!
0: You're listening to
1: Glenn Beck. Housing market is on fire all over America. Interest rates are falling. It is spring. Now is the time to sell your home. If you want to sell your home, uh, now is the time. If you want to buy a new home, the people to help you with all of the financing and uh, all of the um, uh, all of the real estate transaction is real I trust dot com. These guys are really truly uh, the best. They are have all been uh, personally hand selected from all over the country. They have to have the right kind of values and principles. They have to be the best in their area. Uh, it's it not a real estate company, so they all work for themselves or different companies. They just have to have a few principles uh, in line that we have found actually help turbo sales. So you can you can sell your home for the most amount of money and you can sell it fast. They have to be an expert in your area. That's one of them. Uh, real estate agents. I trust dot com. Go there now and we will find the right real estate agent for you, whether you're buying or selling it's realestateagentsitrust.com go there now get your home sold
2: and move on with your life it's realestateagentsitrust.com all right blaze tv.com slash glenn is a place to go to sign up you should do that also subscribe to the podcast it's available for free anywhere you get them and just incredible content like that
1: so here's the latest from uh, notre dame A scaffolding firm that has worked on the roof of uh, Notre Dame said some of its workers had smoked on the site, but it is ruled out that a cigarette butt might have started the fire that destroyed the the cathedral's roof. A spokesman for the company confirming a report French Weekly told Reuters that some of the workers in its European scaffolding unit had informed police that they had sometimes smoked on the scaffolding despite despite a smoking ban on the site. We condemn it, but the fire started inside the building, uh, and this is not a hypothesis. It was not a cigarette butt that set Notre Dame on fire. Um, Stores close to the investigation says that's not wrong, but declined all other comment. They said it's impossible to set a log on fire with a cigarette butt, and questioned how cigarette butts could have been found at the site if cigarette butts survived this inferno. I don't know what material those cigarette butts were made out of. Uh, he said the the elevators, the electricity was perfectly within the specifications and well maintained. The two elevators on the outside of the building, situated forty five and sixty five meters from the base of the spire. Uh, were the first where the first smoke and flames were spotted and the workers had cut the power to the elevators when they had left the site for the day. They said that the uh, the, uh, electrical wiring ran through the roof of the cathedral, but the church administration denied safety norms had not been respected. Nothing was ever done without the authorization of the state. There were no wires dangling. Everything was properly installed, says a, a spokesperson for Notre Dame. Um, when the first smoke alarm ran, uh, and, and, uh, went off security staff had made verifications, but had not remarked on anything unusual. Uh, I don't know whether they had checked the wrong place. He said, when they added a second alert that rang shortly after they spotted flames at the base of, it says here the fire, but I would imagine that spire. Now, of course there's flames at the base of the fire.
2: Uh, Almost all fires have that. (laughs) Really? I I
1: was looking at this fire the other day. No flames. It was weird. (laughs) Um, The cathedral uh, is not ruling out now any hypothesis about the origin of the fire. Investigators are considering all possibilities. That's interesting. I think that's really interesting. They don't know. I mean, usually,
2: you know, especially if there was an accelerant or something like that, they can spot that quickly. And this is your way of saying Muslims definitely did it <laughs> and not even extreme ones? Is that what you're just saying? No. Did you, did you just say that uh, moderate Muslims in the United States set the fire? Is that what he just said? It's <laughs> crazy. Wow, that's going really far, Glenn. It's crazy. No,
1: it, it, there's no. So far, they are not saying that there was any accelerant or anything like that. They're saying they don't know what caused it. Yeah, they did say, at one point, they said they had ruled out. But that it was was the first like that was like six hours into it. It was very early. It was still burning. How could they how could they? you could say there wasn't a bomb because maybe people, you know, could hear a bomb or see an explosion and they were around. But how could you possibly say there wasn't, you know, it wasn't arson or, you know, there was no foul play.
2: They still can't say that. They're not ruling out any options. Right. So they, they're keeping it open. I mean, they do seem to be acting as if it was not an yeah, attacker. I don't, or, I don't or think arson. it was. Yeah. I don't what, think it was. What you've said from the beginning. Your, the first option you threw out there was the, actually a cigarette. And now they're saying mm-hmm. that they were smoking there, but they don't believe that was the cause of it. Yeah. Well, that's the, 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 the investigators have uh, said
1: that it wasn't started by a cigarette, uh, that this company is correct on that. Uh, the company is having to respond and saying, yes, our guys did smoke, but
2: that didn't start the fire. They weren't supposed to smoke, but they didn't start the fire. So they basically were saying, like, we didn't start the fire. Oh, don't, don't. It was always oh, burning since the world's been words turning. Is that what they were saying? <sighs> okay. By the way, is this your effort to uh, rehabil- rehabilitate yourself? Are you on rehab now? Is that what this is? What Public are you rehab? What are you you, know, you kind of come out and do some PR and say, oh, I didn't say those terrible things about Muslims like you did last week. <laughs> No, that, I, didn't, that, I didn't say those. Oh, things. you didn't say those things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you are basically at the level where you're going to start accusing, you know, quote unquote Muslim extremists from going and be, first it's burning a church. Then you're going to accuse them of bombing churches. You're gonna accuse. You're gonna accuse Islamic extremists of bombing churches somewhere next, aren't you? Oh, they're just running around blowing things up all around the world. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's, I mean, what? Then you're gonna accuse them of specifically targeting Notre Dame several times. Is that your next step in your rehab, Glenn? Well, that's what we I. We all know none of that is true. But what oh. are they gonna do next? Fly planes into towers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know they could never do that. We know it. And you're gonna say anyway so i hope you know who you're listening to mister i got two out of ten better than the experts in the draft same guy telling you some muslims want to blow things up it's wild yeah it's It's crazy
1: it's crazy by the way did you see the picture of the muslim terrorists that blew up all those churches (laughs) right after uh, uh notre dame uh did you see how they did you see how they were dressed i mean they wanted it no did you see the picture uh of all of them uh, you know, in this, like, graduation ceremony picture? No. Okay. It was the craziest thing. They're all wearing black, and they're wearing these, like, black and white kind of mask things over their heads, okay? And they're all standing around in these robes, and there's one guy who's really, really short, and he's in the back. There's, like, nine of them, and or seven of them, and the eighth one is in the back, and he's just, like, peeking over his shoulder. You just see this, like, little... You know, hooded face kinda you know peeking over the shoulder, and I'm thinking, dude, what I mean, don't we don't you always say you know when you're taking a group photo, okay, okay, call tall people in the back, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean they're just like, I mean how you're you're getting ready to blow yourself up and they're taking this memorial picture, and you're like, they don't even care about me, I'm just <laughs> I'm just i'm I'm in the back, and like, someone can you know, see me was someone
2: standing behind him with his fingers up like rabbit ears above his head? No, what no. was weird is right behind him was Joe Biden sniffing his towel oh, which was wow, just weird that is just very weird. weird uh
1: anyway, he guy, guy so, gets around yeah, so but I was watching this, and they were all praying to Allah, you know, and they watch this video, and they're all sitting there and i I realized this is the clan. This is the same as the clan. They cover their faces, so you never know who they are. They're they're religious extremists that believe their way or the highway. They're trying to cause
2: terror to pe- get people to uh, to cower. Yeah, but it's, you know
1: I mean? it's the clan,
2: basically. Both terrorist groups, right? Yeah, and the the clan and Islam. What is it, this is ISIS. Thing. This is they claim so to there be ISIS. There's doubt that, that that's possible. And well, no, no wait. They they
1: did. They They did dedicate it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guys who blew themselves up dedicated Mm -hmm. it to in service of al-Baghdadi, who is the Mm -hmm. guy who we thought was dead,
2: maybe not dead, or maybe they just didn't get the telegram. Yeah, um, it's tough to communicate these uh, yeah you know, these these things because when yeah. you do, that's when the bombs yeah. tend to come off from uh, the plane. Telegram
1: for terrorist guy in the mask. Yeah. terrorist guy in the mask. Telegram. Yeah, they don't
2: know. They that's when don't. the drone flies by. Right, right. You don't usually throw uh, show up. I will say, uh, I am. Definitely skeptical of the idea they were doing this as retribution for the Christchurch attacks, which is one of the things that are, they're floating right now. Mm-hmm. The idea being that, okay, the New Zealand shooting happened and a bunch of uh, Muslims who were worshiping died. So this is revenge. They blew up all the Easter. There's no way this complicated of an attack by a small terrorist group was pulled off in that time period. I am i wouldn't say no way, but it's, I'm highly skeptical of that idea. Usually, I mean, you know, Al-Qaeda I don't took know if you know this. They're pissed about a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're always pissed about something, and they just blame it about the thing in the news.
1: Yeah, they've been pissed about stuff for, you know, 700 years. They they don't need new stuff. I know. (laughs) You know? They're still like, oh, man, and then they took Spain. It's like, if you're still pissed at Spain, I mean, (laughs) you
2: got issues, Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. You got to let that go. That's why I'm always kind of skeptical of the argument it's like well cuba you know we're doing these um sanctions on cuba and uh you know castro was able to to use that and say Hey, we have an argument now because we can call the Americans evil. It's like they always have an argument to call the Americans evil. They don't need our sanctions to do yeah. that; they just do it. Oh, like we have people in our own t- our own country telling us, you know, that women who raised ten billion dollars to fight the Nazis but sang one controversial song as a parody seventy years ago have to have their statues tear- torn down. Everyone's pissed about everything. They don't need an actual reason. When's the last time anyone in America needed a reason to get pissed off about something? Nobody does. I mean, you're telling it's me Fidel so- Castro wouldn't have come up with another reason to not like the United States. <laughs> right. Like, I, you know. and it's like, you know, it really, I mean, it is just, it is, just, it's exhausting. Can you
1: imagine I get home at night and, you know, my kids will have, I don't know, set the upstairs on fire or whatever uh hey today uh, there's a problem at school what is it oh one of them tied the teachers up and uh thre- <laughs> you know it's like oh jeez I love a guy you get home and you're so tired and you just don't I said to my wife this morning we got up and it's like five thirty in the morning and I, I looked at her and I said today can you just not tell me if there's something wrong with the house or at the With our life or with uh, the kids. Can we just pretend that everything's okay and just have one
2: not pissed off night? Can we do that? And she's like, oh, I'd love to do that. So you're specifically requesting denial? Yeah. You just want to be in the dark? Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. I mean, at least one day a week when you're, you know,
1: you come home from the end of the day and you're like, I've got to deal with what you did at school now or what you didn't do at school. What Uh. I mean... I'm already I'm already having to do your homework with you. I already did my time at homework. I hated it as much as you hate it now. I've had to do it twice now. Why can't I just be like my mom and dad? Get it done and slam the door and walk away. I just you know, you don't even know how yeah. good you got it cuz I'm sitting here actually working with you and going, "Well, let's read that together." My dad would have said, "Get it done or you're out." And I'm really kind of I'm really kind of getting there. Uh, teenagers teenagers take the whole fun out of raising uh, kids. They do. Mark <laughs> really? Mark Yeah, Mark uh-huh. Twain said, "When you have when you have if you have a child who's turned 16, put them in a barrel and put, you know, drill some holes in the barrel so they can breathe. When they turn 17, fill the holes." <laughs> i think that's i think that's real advice one eight hundred flowers yes yeah, send Going your mom advocates
3: suffocating children
1: i can't wait for no not headlines. children not children teenagers. teenagers and then we're like ah, that's di- not really controversial that is a different animal entirely <laughs> a teenager i don't think a jury in the world would hang me for that advice <laughs> uh anyway uh one eight hundred flowers one eight hundred flowers this this mother's day boy i remember now because uh, because i'm raising a boy who's exactly like me and i'm like oh my gosh i if my mom my mom died when i was very young and so i just feel like can i call you Ma- i just want to call you mom i'm sorry i'm sorry cuz now you got your wish You evil, you got your wish. I hope you have a boy just like you someday. Well, I did, so I hope you're happy. Anyway, (laughs) Mother's Day, send your mom some flowers. -Flowers 1-800-Flowers.com, 1-800-Flowers.com. Get get ahead of the Mother's Day rush, 36 sorbet roses for $36. That's a dollar per rose. This special ends today, and it ain't coming back. 36 for 36. That's 36 beautiful pastel pink, orange, lavender, roses. She's going to love them. 1-800-Flowers.com. Do it today because it expires today. You've got to go to 1-800-Flowers.com. You click on the radio icon and you enter the code BECK. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. Enter the code BECK. Offer ends today. 1-800-Flowers.com. Code BECK. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a report out, that you remember Whitey Bulger? Remember him? The, yeah. The, the, one of the most wanted people, mobster? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, remember he he died mysteriously in prison? Yes. They're coming out today saying it was blunt
2: force trauma to the head. <laughs> Not natural causes? Not natural causes. I assumed his head just cracked open <laughs> naturally. I did
3: too. Huh.
2: I thought, you know, sometimes like, you know,
1: like a... Uh, Well, I don't know any natural fruit or anything that just, you know, cracks on its own, you know, after it's been out for a while. If you freeze a soda can, (laughs) sometimes that can happen. Maybe it was was
2: really cold in his cell. But apparently not. Apparently Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, In in other uh, interesting news, this is a story I've never heard before about Ilan Omar. Uh, This is about her early rise in uh, politics. She ran against an Eastern European Jewish immigrant. Uh, it was the children of an Eastern European Jewish immigrant, uh, and she was one of the longest-serving legislators in the nation at the time. And she said uh, she warned in 2016 that she suspected Omar Harper's anti-Semitic impulses. No, hmm. Khan, shut up. This is interesting. I've never heard this before. Her name, her last name is Khan. Mm-hmm. She says she recounts a an incident at a Minneapolis polling station during the 2014 local election, where a Somali American election judge was allegedly instructing voters in Somali that one voting line was for, quote, our Somali brother, and the other for the, quote, old Jewish lady. The Star Tribune reported at the time that a Somali-American con supporter submitted an affidavit accusing Omar, then a city council aide, of shouting instructions. Omar shouting instructions to the election judge. Yes. At the polling station. Did somebody speak Somali that was like... I
1: mean, because I, I don't know anybody who speaks Somali. Well, in
2: this in this community, it's very common. I mean, as you know, it's one of the most heavily populated Somali. I mean, it is the most heavily populated district of Somalis in America. Right. So um,
1: there was some Somali that didn't like this that had to have said, "Hey, this is what they're saying."
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and then uh, there's a there's now reports from uh, the same woman that there are a couple of Somali guys who keep calling me and want my help to help getting rid of her in the election. They don't like what she's doing to their reputations as Muslim Americans. So we're starting to get now people who are should be supporters of uh, of Ilhan Omar, Ilhan Omar, but now turning against her
1: again. I think you're going to start seeing this more and more as the Democrats eat their own and become more and more radical. I just, I mean, people are not like this. They, they want to live side by side. They want to get along. We're not Europeans. We're Americans. And we don't want to hate one another. And I think this is going to come crashing down in their arrogance.
0: You're listening to Glenn
1: Beck.